1: Hey everyone, welcome to Let's Get Civical.
0: This is the podcast that breaks down politics, government structure, and dives into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm Arden Wallentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist. In this episode, we're talking about the Berlin Wall, part one. So grab your escape plan. And let's get civical. Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Let's Get Civical. I am Lizzie Stewart. And I'm Arden Wallentowski. And it's been a hot minute. It's been a hot minute since we've chatted. We took a break. It's so true. We took our summer break, which is is a break that we'd never planned for. No, but we've now done we've now done it twice. We've done it twice yeah. in the same week.
1: Wait. Which was not planned. No, not not <laughs> planned. But now, but now, nicely
0: uh, a nice coincidence. Seems like we're trying to be consistent, um, and 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 we are. We always want to be consistent. Yeah. But it's also just we are creatures of habit. And for some reason, the first week of August, we just can't get it together. No. To the point where we say, "All right, we're taking a break. We'll do a break. We'll do a break because it's not it's not around a holiday. We
1: could do because we do do a break around Christmas, New Year's, yes. But we could do July Fourth and just call it a July Fourth holiday. But we don't do that. We always we, we don't do that. We make it through. We do a fun Fourth yep. of July thing, and then about a month later, we're like,
0: I I don't know about you, but I am <laughs> I am falling apart." <laughs> Arden was literally, we don't have to get into it, but Arden was literally facing a crisis. <laughs> we were supposed to record the next day. And she, she texts me like three, two minute long voice memos. Wait, did they all go through? They all, of course. I listened to it from start to finish. I listened to every single voice memo and she's talking about this, you know, crisis, you know, not life uh, threatening, but, but crisis she's dealing with that is going to make her unavailable to record on the day that we were supposed to record. And she was like, you know, I could do it over this. I could do it over that. And I'm just like, I'm so sorry. You are in the middle of a crisis. How about we take the week off? Oh, my God.
1: Wait, can I tell you the best part about these voice memos that you you do not know yet? Is that I was literally on the pooper.
0: Oh, you're you're on the toilet.
1: I was on the toilet in a La Quinta Quinta
0: hotel. I love it. I love it.
1: By the like the La Quinta Hotel by the Pittsburgh Airport.
0: Hell yeah! I was Hell literally yeah. sitting on, on the, the trooper, throne,
1: on the in throne. Your kingdom. Yes, in a La Quinta, and I was like, <laughs> I literally just I went to go text you, actually, like you know, words, not voice. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't even. You didn't have it any. doing this right now, and I was. I pulled a, a good friend of ours lives by voice memos. And I was like, swipe up, record, well,
0: Lizzie. I I need your guidance and help, Lizzie. I, I I could do this. I I'm sorry. Like you're apologizing to me, and I'm just sitting there listening to this. It was also like 11:30 at night. It was, and I'm listening to this, and I'm just like, Arden, do, do you not. Have we never met before? In what world would I be like? uh, I can't believe you won't like. Prioritize recording this podcast over your very real crisis that you are cr- still that was not uh, resolved by no. this point. No, no, no. It had
1: had yet to be. It was a truly <laughs> like, a nightmare. Oh my god! No,
0: no, 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 no. Oh,
1: so good. You were so good, and you handled the rerun. Oh my god! Yeah. My saving grace. If anybody needs yes. a savior, it's not Jesus Christ. It's Lizzie the Rock Stewart.
0: It's me. It's me. I'm here. So all that to say, we took a week off accidentally, but we, you know, everybody needs a little break, and now we're back. So Arden has gone to a hundred cities in (laughs) over the span of a month, it seems. I got engaged. It's so true. We've had life happen to us, you guys. Kyle boyfriend is now Kyle fiance, so. Thank goodness we like him. thank God. I mean. Thank God. How awkward. (laughs) So we've been living a life mm-hmm. while we've been away from you. It's true. And my birthday is in two days from this recording. So actually, when this airs, my birthday will have been yesterday. Ooh. And I I can't think of a more celebratory, <laughs> celebratory episode than the Berlin Wall. <laughs> Part one, which part one? Part one, Berlin Wall, part one. Which this was, ah. you know, this was supposed to air last week, but of course we took the week off. Yeah, but it's now become my birthday episode. I've seen the Berlin Wall. Me the, too. What, what remains? The what remains of the Berlin Wall. Yeah. Yes. Me too. And been to Berlin, yes. which I love. Berlin. Shout I love out to Berlin. the entire city of Berlin. Yes. Amazing city. Amazing city.
1: It's so talk about like a cookie cutter city. I mean, just like. Neighborhood to neighborhood is so yeah. different and so, so a, a, different. Yeah. Really, really fun. I've been there twice, two or three times now. I can't remember. But yeah, really fun.
0: Love Berlin. Mm-hmm. And the anniversary of the Berlin Wall has coming up, like being erected, is this month. So yeah. we thought we would address it because while it's not obviously in the united states the berlin wall is something that we all learn about in our in our history classes yeah. it's it's our shared history for some reason globally mm-hmm. i mean not for some reason for obvious reasons yeah and i well, think it's important to talk about so honey we're going to talk about we're, it we're going to talk about the berlin wall she is a
1: part of the cold war we all mm-hmm. i'm i'm sure at some point have heard ronald reagan and his famous mm Lee to Mr. Gorbachev, which we will yes. deal with in Berlin Wall Part Two. Part Two. We're not
0: going to say it now. We're not, not going to say, say it, it now.
1: now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you hold on to it. Um, yep. But right now, we're gonna do Berlin Wall Part One, which is basically what is she? Yes. Why a wall? Like why, why was that necessary? What led to her? How was she constructed? Because mm-hmm. there were, I mean, I there were. I feel like we all have various pieces of information about the Berlin Wall east and west germany border you couldn't cross it super illegal right Right. but i also there were things about it that i didn't know that i was like oh yeah that would be absolutely frightening or you know so we're going to talk about the berlin wall and how it was constructed and why and then in this second part of this episode we'll talk about why she was taken down and why
0: why, why, why? Why, why, why? This why. is a Berlin Wall extravaganza, no. honey. Well, before we jump in, should we talk about the sources for today? Yes. So today's sources are coming from History.com. Love.
1: Yeah, t- t- tried and true. An article uh, in Time.com, Time Magazine, basically, by Albinko Hasek. Mm-hmm. Some information from USC News, an article by Susan Bell, and an
0: article in The Guardian by Kate Conley. I love it. I love when we have little news sources. Those are always fun. Good articles. Okay, great. Let's do it. Let's talk about what is she? What is the Berlin Wall? For those of you who are like, I kind of know what it is, but I don't really know the whole thing. Well, here she is. Here she is. On August 13th, 1961, the communist government of the German Democratic Republic, GDR or East Germany, began to build a barbed wire and concrete Oh my god, did you give me German to say? I did, and I was trying You trying
1: did. To, I was trying to figure out I think it's anti cuz a lot of it's English anti fascistischer. I think it's anti
0: fascistischer yeah antifascistizer shoots wall yeah anti- i I love German anti-fastizer shoots yeah exactly or perfect anti-fascist bulwark very literal literal between east and West Berlin so it's a wall yeah. for
1: anti-fascists to keep out anti fascists keep the anti fascists out
0: yes. The official purpose of this Berlin Wall was to keep so-called western fascists from entering East Germany and undermining the socialist state, but it primarily served the objective of stemming mass defections from east to west. So, e- to put it, to put it simply, east not so good, west good. <laughs> is how i always like learned it in school. <laughs> that's how i learned it in school as well. And 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 i think
1: i mean i guess you could say that's a very like western approach to the east west yes. divide because it's not necessarily that the east was bad, it's that it was the communist side and like the people weren't bad, it was just that that was a part that was given to the communist lock basically mm-hmm. and so it was very poor and had no money meanwhile the western side you know ha- had was more affluent but they had you know the east people were basically suffering and had no way to get to the west right. and the neither one of the people on either side to visit their relatives on on the other side of the wall without going through a lot of rigmarole so yeah I, I yeah that was how i learned it east good east bad west good but then yeah having now that we're not
0: 10, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) it's not quite that simple. Right. Correct. Correct. The Berlin Wall stood until November 9th, 1989, when the head of the East German Communist Party announced that citizens of the GDR could cross the border whenever they pleased. So from... 1961 to 1989. It's so, it's so long. 28 years. That's how old you are. That is literally my age. how old Lizzie is. This is perfect. This is. Although I am, I'm turning 29. So that's it's okay. Almost. It's, but, but not, yes. but not for two I'm days. Still, at this recording, I am still 28 years old. Yeah. Yes. Crazy. That crazy. is such a long time for this. I can't comprehend.
1: I am I mean, I'm 36. That, it's only, the Berlin Wall is only like eight years younger than I am.
0: Yeah. Yikes. It's so Yikes crazy. McIkes. To this day, the Berlin Wall remains one of the most powerful and enduring symbols of the Cold War. And it really does. It really, it really, does. really does. It really does. Also because it's still flipping there. It is still there. It's it is still, still there. there. It is. Yeah. I remember seeing it being like. Yeah. Whoa. I know. Like, like, I mean, it's, there are parts that are like cute now. There's art. It's, you uh, know. Yeah. They've made it's it. It's not like a, a functioning wall, but you're looking at it being like, this used to keep people out. Yeah. And like the, the checkpoint, like the. Oh yeah. Yeah. The like tower the that like guards would watch for people crossing.
1: Yeah. Yep. Ooh. Yeah very intense it's intense it's intense and you can see like you know they've they've destroyed some of the wall but you can also see like the inside of it and what it was made of and it's just it's kind of a wild scene
0: yeah yeah so tell me what led to the actual wall what led us to this point oh you know a war so (laughs) (laughs) it's just this little thing we call war (laughs) it was a war so,
1: as World War II came to an end in 1945, a pair of Allied peace conferences at Yalta and Potsdam determined the fate of Germany's territories. We learned nothing from World War One, where we stuck it to no. the Germans, and then we got World War Two. We learned nothing, because then in World War, at the end of World War Two, we stuck it to the Germans again, and then we got the Berlin Wall the and decades of a Cold War. Not all yeah. having to do with Germany, but, you know yeah so they split the defeated nation germany into four allied occupation zones the eastern part of the country went to the soviet union while the western part went to the united states great britain and eventually france which just seems odd it does seem
0: very odd
1: yeah it also explains if it was ours not that we would ever like i don't know i'm like what would we have done with it we wouldn't have made it a state we can't annex it like that's weird, you
0: know, and I but I wonder if like that was the idea of like this will this oh. will become, I, but I I think I would imagine that it was more so like w- this will be allied control territory until like for for it kind of honestly, like what Afghanistan was supposed to be on paper, right? where it's like we're oh. gonna have control over this until the country itself. Has rebuilt under democratic values and rule itself. Right. Which is kind of what did end up happening to Germany. I mean, that's a huge simplification of Germany's history post- Right. World War II. Right. But that is, I mean, the end product is Germany is now a self-governing country once again. And there is no, no, there's nobody controlling parts of Germany anymore. No, no, no. So I would imagine that was like the end goal. Right. But- you know, who knows?
1: Who knows? Seems seems like a precarious way to go about it.
0: Sure. I mean, I guess everybody was just like, if we leave, will the Nazis just simply oh. like take
1: over everything right again? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 No, valid concern. And and they and and giving three countries who are allied countries. What essentially would be, like, majority control of Germany Mm -hmm. seems to be, like, you know, I guess at the time, a very understandable thing to do if you wanted to to thwart the Nazis, which they did.
0: I think you know what it is for me. It's not necessarily the, like, allied occupation or, like, the occupation of Germany post-war war war that is weird to me. It's the splitting of Germany into into pieces and having different types of occupation while within the Mm -hmm. same to me it would have made way more sense and obviously it's because you know relations between the effective west and the soviet union were not super copacetic i mean the soviet union was fighting for the allied cause at the end of the war but like like I think we, I mean, so much would have been different had they not split up Germany. It's just such a weird thing to do. It's such a weird
1: thing to do, because it it was already, yeah, it wasn't a, you know, the the U.S. and and um, Great Britain and France were clearly united in a lot of ways, and yes, you're right, the Soviet Union was fighting alongside them at the end of the war, but it was also very clearly not on the same trajectory as the allied countries. No. So yes, it's like one of those, one of those compromises that you're like, I understand how mm-hmm. you got there.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Just, just telling you probably not your best idea.
0: Not the best one. Not, not the, the best, best idea.
1: So even though Berlin was located entirely within the Soviet Union part of the country, because it sat about a hundred miles from the border between East and Western, Eastern and Western occupation zones, the Yalta and Potsdam agreements split the city into similar sectors. So they've split Germany as a country and then Berlin, even though it was wholly within the eastern part of the country, they were like, but that's not yours. <laughs> Soviet Union. We're going to split the city like we split the country. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Totally. It's just, just trust us. It's
0: going to be fine. It's just like putting a hat on a hat. What are, a hat. what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? We're going to take a quick break for a little word from our sponsors.
1: So the Soviets took the eastern half, like they had in the rest of the country, while the other allies took the western, just like they had in the rest of Germany as a whole country. This four-way occupation of Berlin began in June of 1945. The economy of West Germany, as a result of the help provided by its occupying forces, because remember, so we now we got West Germany controlled by capitalist Mm-hmm. nations or or countries whose economy are not uh, who are at least not uh, they're not communist countries they're capitalist you know econo- economic countries they're helping the areas the territories that they have control over as a result of that help provided by the occupying forces they grew the yeah. opposite occurred in East Germany and so now you've got this huge booming part of the western part of Germany the western part of uh Berlin that's like it's growing post, it, like yeah. do, you know, they like think of the United States post World War II, you know, yeah. like big booming economy. That's why they call that generation the Boomers.
0: And famously, the Soviet Union at this point was actually doing very poorly, right? Economically, like yes. this was this was destitution left, right, and center. They had yeah. lost a lot of civilians in the war. Like it, it would like not a thriving nation no and like again this is my western upbringing so like if you disagree that's totally fine but like for all intents and purposes you know i think there's a clear economic disparity between what the soviet union was going through at this time versus what the western allies kind of were going through at this time
1: absolutely absolutely so valuable assets were shipped back to the Soviet Union, and economic recovery was slow and stagnant. With many East Berliners fleeing that situation because they're, like Lizzie said, there's no growth. They're 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 very stagnant. There's nothing happening. A physical barrier between the two sides of Berlin, East and West, known as the Berlin Wall, was built starting in the August of 1961. So they spent what 16 years basically. In this middle ground of, like, uh, like this side's doing not so great. This side's doing really well. But this side that's doing not so great can see how well the other side is doing. And that's not good. Like, yeah. we're going to lose people, you know.
0: And so they just decided to build a wall. Day, up she goes. Up she goes. Up she goes. So let's talk more about East versus West Berlin. The existence of West Berlin, a conspicuously capitalist city deep within communist East Germany, stuck like a bone in the Soviet throat. As Soviet leader Nikita Khrushchev put it, the Russians began maneuvering to drive the United States, Britain, and France out of the city for good. I mean, yeah, it's like... Sure. (laughs) Get the fuck out (laughs) of here. In the middle of this territory is like economic... Prosperi- Pro- prosperity prosperity oh uh-huh. yeah prosperity yeah and and also just like a totally different economic system so it's not yeah. even like it's not even just that they're doing better economically it's that it's a whole different ball game structurally that- totally different structurally totally different and yep. morally totally different yeah totally different set of values yeah in 1948, a Soviet blockade of West Berlin aimed to starve the Western allies out of the city. Instead of retreating, however, the United States and its allies supplied their sectors of the city from the air. Clever. They were so smart. They're like, okay, we'll go over it.
1: <laughs> right, right, right. It's like that old, like, it, what is it? The, the bear rhyme the baron nursery rhyme that's like can't go around it can't go yeah. under it let's go over it
0: that's right of that's course right. logic yep this effort known as the berlin airlift lasted for more than a year and delivered more than 2.3 million tons of food fuel and other goods to west berlin the soviets called off the blockade in 1949 so they're like okay this isn't working this, this work isn't working. it Okay. Worry, and we're just, they, would, they would go in the sky. No. So got to figure something else out. Right. Because now we're just spending money for nothing. 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 This was this was plan A and it failed. So now we got to go to plan B. Yeah. After a decade of relative calm, tensions flared again in 1958. For the next three years, the Soviets, emboldened by the successful launch of the Sputnik satellite the year before during the space race... And embarrassed by the seemingly endless flow of refugees from east to west, which was nearly like three million since the end of the blockade, blustered and made threats while the allies resisted. So a lot of things happen in ten years, right? The Soviets are feeling themselves because they got to space first, which like mm-hmm. totally fair. Great, but still at the same time, they're like people don't want to live in East Berlin. No, why they're would like, you? No. <laughs> No, the food's over there. Right. Follow the food. Right.
1: They have colored clothes, yellows, oranges. We have gray.
0: Gray. I want a little sparkle. And not 50 shades. No, one shade.
1: One shade.
0: Summits, conferences, and other negotiations came and went without resolution. Meanwhile, the flood of refugees continued. In June of 1961, some 19,000 people left the GDR through Berlin. The following month, 30,000 fled. In the first 11 days of August, 16,000 East Germans crossed the border into West Berlin. And on August 12th, some 2,400 followed, which was the largest number of defectors to ever leave East Germany in a single day. They were like, give me the fuck out of here. They're trying to work this out, but, like, people are leaving, and the Soviets, I guess, thought, you know what? I see only one way to stop this. We gotta stop them. A literal physical barrier. Build a wall. So, let's talk about the
1: construction of the wall and some of the time after the immediate building of the wall. So, before the wall was built... Berliners on both sides of the city could move around fairly freely. They crossed east and west, the border between east and west, to work, to shop, to go to the theater, into the movies. Trains and subway lines carried passengers back and forth. So there's like a pretty you know, it's like New York and Hackensack, like a pretty easy flow of traffic, come and go, whatever you want. The wall was erected on the night of August 12th, 1961, and this part I did not know, and it's kind of crazy to isolate the post-war allied western sectors of the former german capital from soviet occupied east berlin so they're erecting the wall to separate east and west this i did not know the concrete barrier complete with 300 guard towers at regular intervals was 96 miles in length and 13 feet high though to start with it comprised temporary barriers of barbed wire coils The erection date of the 13th of August 1961 was deliberately chosen because it was a Sunday during the summer holidays. Mm. Over days and weeks, the barbed wire was replaced with vertical concrete slabs reinforced with iron bars and hollowed backs. So they erected it basically like the Sunday of a Labor Day weekend. Yeah, when 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 people weren't around. Right. And Mm -hmm. they were like, let's just build it. We'll build it now. Just put, up the, just put up the barbed wire. We'll fill it in later. We'll fill it in later. Surprise. Just get it up. Get it up. Get it up. Berliners were shocked when they woke up on August 13th. The relatively fluid border, which had allowed some 60,000 East Germans to commute daily to well-paying jobs in the West, to visit friends and loved ones, attend soccer matches and concerts, or to go to the theater, was gone. Whichever side of the border one had gone to sleep on on August 12th, was where one was stuck for the next 28 years that's
0: that I mean there's there's so many crazy things about this crazy. obviously but this is one of the most one of the most crazy things to me which is like you I would think that if I was the Soviets and obviously the intention is to keep people in and not leaving that if there was somebody who ha- happened to be in West Berlin the right. night who would who would voluntarily go back to their house, in East Berlin that they would let them. But this, right, right, right. this is why it's so crazy to me is that yeah. there was no and vice versa. I would think that like if I was one of the like the allied nations controlling West Berlin and I had citizens who were trapped yeah. in East Berlin, I'd be like, "Um, diplomacy. Hello? Come, they're coming back to there are citizens.
1: Right. Let's do a swap."
0: It's so crazy.
1: Yeah. It's and, and the fact that it was erected overnight,
0: overnight, and they didn't know, they didn't tell anybody. They didn't
1: tell anybody. They didn't give them warning. They were just like, yeah. "Oh, did you go on a date? And now, sorry, you spent the night, and your entire life is on the other side. Sucks to be
0: you. You can't get back. You can't get back.
1: Nothing was allowed to stand in the way of the wall. Houses on streets such as Bernauer Strass where the pavements were in the west and the backs of the houses were in the east, (laughs) became part of the border construction. The authorities simply ordered the bricking up of foreign entrances and windows. They were literally were like, shut your door. We're going to brick it. 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 That was it. This is where I'm... (laughs) I mean, we did an episode on roe v wade and the whole idea of like there not being an inherent right to privacy in the constitution and i'm like this sounds like some you know english soldiers invading your house shit that like yeah yeah for sure you have a right to privacy because this against the law literally this is yeah. something in the constitution yeah there are documented cases of people jumping from windows to avoid being locked into their east into the east in their own homes. They literally were like, get me the fudge out of here. Yeah. Yeah. The wall itself was merely the outer barrier. Behind it was the so-called death strip containing anti-vehicle trenches, beds of nails, and other defense devices. Wherever the boundary ran through water, similar defense me- mechanisms were put into place to prevent anyone escaping. So they're like, Will kill you if you try and cross. Like this isn't just like gentle suggestion. Be
0: injured.
1: We'll Mm -hmm. shoot you. Mm-hmm. Beds of nails. Beds of nails. Beds
0: of nails. Beds of nails. Beds of nails. And I'm like, oh my god. No.
1: At least 138 people lost their lives trying to escape across the wall, but an estimated 5,000 did manage to flee. To flee, so the odds were in your favor if mm-hmm.
0: you tried. Well, yeah, I mean, this is like so unmanageable. Also, oh yeah, I, like, would you? Would totally. And I know you're about to read this, but there was certainly more than 138 people who died. Like, mm-hmm. I bet the Soviets killed people left and right, and oh yeah, didn't say a word. Like, you know, yeah, it's not like that's documented, right?
1: Yeah, so like Lizzie said, the figures of like how many people managed to cross and how many people died trying to cross are often disputed. Those who escaped hidden cars, sneaked through border patrol points, crashed tanks through fortifications, swam across the canal, paddled on on a lilo over the river Spree, or crawled out via tunnels, especially constructed by teams of dedicated volunteers, including would-be escapers. So people were like, get me the fuck out of here. Get me out. Get out of here. Among the most spectacular crossing was the circus tightrope walker who walked across a disused power line to the west, breaking both arms in the process. Like, <gasps> god damn, what? That's amazing. Yikes. Yikes. Most of those who tried their luck were males with an average age of 25.
0: These people, yeah. these dudes were like, I'm not being held back. I gotta live my life. Well, I mean, it's also like there's, you know, especially if you're not doing the like, let me hide in a trunk. Otherwise, it is a athletic feat. That's very true. And that's very know, true. Not that like young women aren't as equally as strong as young males, but I in this time period, most women around that age would were probably either married or with children. Yeah. Um, that's very you true. know, because that was societally what was expected. And it's also way harder to be a single woman of 25 starting over her life without, yes. you know, male protection. Like, yep. it, that would just put, I mean, even in West Berlin, even in the Western good side, yep. I can't imagine that women were safe to come over by themselves without having some type of male companion because yep. society was not built to let her thrive so it is not surprising to me that men had the most success and because they also probably were the the larger portion of the population trying to escape that's true that's true absolutely and and we love it and i love when they thrive i really do i love when they thrive and and Obviously, the Berlin Wall is no longer
1: standing. Lizzie and I have both been to Berlin, have seen the remnants of the Berlin Wall, have pictures of the Berlin Wall. Mm-hmm. Um, and in next week's episode, we're going to talk about how she came down, why she came down, what happened afterwards. We're going to do yeah. a whole part two. So this was part one, the building part of one. the Berlin Wall.
0: We're not and done, we're honey. Gonna
1: continue. We're going to continue. Just like to continued
0: down. for fucking ever. For 28 years, for my whole life. years, for a the hundred miles. Uh-huh. Crazy. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. But in the meantime of part two, we hope you enjoyed part one. And as always, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Get Civical. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us. We love you so, so much, and we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye.